What's up, everybody? I'm Miara Jennings. And I'm Dominic Santana. And you're watching Worldwide Entertainment TV. WorldwideEntertainmentTV.com, official media platform for the legacy park home of the new Tupac statue. Hey guys, welcome back to Worldwide Entertainment TV. I'm Miara Jennings and I am sitting here in YouTube Space LA with the very talented Dominic Santana who plays Suge Knight in the upcoming Tupac biopic All Eyes on Me out June 16th. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, thank you for having me. Of course. How's your time been in LA so far? Uh, LA is always fun. Uh, this time around, though, is a lot of press and work, but right. it's fun work. Yeah, definitely promoting the movie and yeah. getting ready for everything. Must yeah. be pretty exciting. Yes, yeah, insane. Bro, pop, big should. What's up with you? Say no saying. Brought you a little gift. <laughs> One song? <laughs> I told you it was more than just about the music, didn't I? Man, that's what's up right there. Get all this goddamn money, man. Hey. Uh. Now, in preparation for the role of Suge Knight, what exactly did you have to do? Did you research? Did you stay in character all the time, even when you were out of scenes? How did that work for you? Uh, I actually... I did a lot of research. Um, I did a lot of you know, reading old articles, staring at pictures mm -hmm. of Suge Knight, um, different pictures, you know, from different time periods, watching videos, finding like old obscure videos of maybe like behind the scenes with him and Tupac so I could see them interacting right. uh, outside of just what the media showed. Um, just listening to him talk, you know, uh, seeing the kind of words, his uh, vernacular, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, just really just, you know, kind of get trying to get everything down pat. And then I was fortunate because in this movie, there are people involved who were at death row who, you know, were around and knew or still know Suge, knew Tupac, all that. So there was people there that could tell you, like, no, you know, I know him. That's, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's not how he is. Yeah. Or do more like this or yeah. that, you know. Stuff like that. So that's I had a great. lot of consultants, basically. Yeah, that's good. It's always good to have someone who is close to the character or the actual person yeah. to give you pointers. So what was it like working with the rest of the crew and the cast? And had you worked with any of them before this film? Uh, I think it was like one crew member I had worked with. Everybody else really? I had never worked with before. Yeah. So um, it, it was pretty... It was pretty amazing. We all just really bonded. There was no drama, you know, no craziness happening. I mean, outside of like, you know, meeting um, timelines or weather and stuff right. like that. But crew-wise, that's what I think what surprised me the most was there was no drama. You know, usually somebody freaks out at some yeah. point <laughs> on a film. It just happens, period. Right. <clears throat> but, um, you know, it wasn't happening on our film set. We had a lot of fun. And uh, we bonded a lot. And then... Um, Everybody that was involved also had a love for pot. Right. So everybody's mindset was like, we got to do this right. Big shook. <laughs> All eyes on me got the world shook. There have been a number of other films and documentaries that revolved around Tupac and his story. Um, 
But this one seems to be a lot more in depth than what we've seen so far. Yeah. So I'm personally excited to see that. Did that make it more meaningful for you all to actually know that this is going to be like really, really in depth and really detailed and just hopefully to, like you said, live out his legacy? Yeah, um, I was really excited and happy about that. It wasn't what uh, it's funny because a lot of people were you know, giving their two cents, mm -hmm. uh, of course, without knowing what the movie's about, like toward the beginning. Right. And uh, so I was like, you know, I saw where some people were saying things like, you know, probably just going to show us everything we already know. Mm -hmm. And it's actually quite the opposite, you know. So it was shot more like in the vein of like uh, Ray, you know, not just like Ray, but how it was. It was, it was, you had Ray's music in it, but it wasn't focused on his music. It was focused on Ray, the person, mm -hmm. and what all came together to make Ray Charles. And that's how this was. Um, and then they got people, you know, they had Oscar winning, you know, editor, and, um, you know, just the, a lot of the crew, the DP, a lot of people involved were like either legends or, you know, big names. That's the thing. Like, if you look on like IMDb or see who all was involved, mm -hmm. you'll see it's not just, you know, stars in front of the camera, but then it's like, you know, stars behind the camera. And you get to see his interaction with his mother. Because, and that's the other thing I love too, because people know, people that don't really know Pac's story, they know the music, things said in music. Mm -hmm. So they know Afeni and they think of Afeni on drugs and all that, right. but they don't see that she was so much more. And, um, and, and it was also during the time where the crack epidemic hit, mm -hmm. you know, when he was a child and, um, crack wasn't viewed as, you know, now we think of people on crack, like, oh, crack hit, you know, mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't understand the history of it. When crack hit the scene, it was kind of touted like, you know, smoking weed or something right, like that. Right. So a lot of people were like getting into it, not realizing down the road, hey, this is gonna really jack me up. Mm -hmm. We know that now, but in the beginning, it was like a party, you know, yeah, like yeah. a party drug, oh, this is okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, and some of the stuff they were going through, especially in the uh, inner city areas, urban areas, low income areas, you know, people, they like to forget. So people either drink, you know, smoke marijuana, whatever. And, um, so, you know, she kind of got caught up in that whole phase like millions of other people did and then found out too late that, no, this, this is really going to mess you up. Okay. And so seeing him deal, you know, seeing her before that and seeing the bright, intelligent uh, activist, you know, strong, powerful woman, you know, then you get to see where that part of pot came from. Absolutely. From his stepfather, um, Matula Shakur, um, and his mother, you know, and his aunt. Asada Shakur and uh, just them being involved in the Black Panthers and um, just really standing up for the community and black people and seeing, you know, and that's why, you know, that's how you find out you know, why Pac was so adamant about, you know, rising the people and, you know, being black is beautiful, and, you know, that whole aspect of him. While you were researching and preparing to play Shug, were there any things, any details in particular that maybe you didn't know before that surprised you or that you are looking forward to the audience seeing besides everything that you just mentioned about Pac? Was there anything about Shug that maybe people don't know? Um, I think uh, something I, I, I've been talking about a lot lately. Um, people have this persona of Shug just from the media. Right. You know, uh, so it, it's real negative. You know, and I think it, it's the residue left over from the death row era Absolutely. where, you know, he did create this persona where it was actually brilliant at the time, you know. And then I think it just kind of, you know, snowballed, you know, after a while into something negative. But um, 
the whole thing about just, you know, especially being a, a black male in the 90s owning a record label, if you were even lucky enough to make it happen, you know, a lot of times they got pushed around and told what can, what they can do and what they can't do right. and limited. But Suge's idea was like, not me, you know, that's not going to happen. And sometimes you have to do a couple extreme things to show them, like, I'm not that dude. Like, when I say, you know, if you do right by me, I'm going to do right by you. But if you screw me, then I'm going to make sure you don't want to do it again. You know, and it didn't matter if it was a corporate office or somewhere in the club or street or whatever. And that was the thing about Sugar and Death Row. It's like they built that persona like you're not going to mess with us and think it's going to be OK. But the only problem I see in that is, you know, when things kind of went downhill and Death Row fell apart, then it was like, you know, oh, now we're not too worried about it. You know, so now we can just say whatever in the media and uh, make it all negative. You know, and then all, you know, any of the good kind of faded, you know, um, I learned, I learned a lot about, you know, like the celebrities, you know, that used because it's funny, you never, and some, I'm going to leave them nameless, but yeah. some of them are like, you know, huge stars now. Yeah. And I've never heard them ever mention anything about Suge Knight, Death Row. And then you sit and listen to the guys tell stories and you're like, you know, some of these people when they were in their humble beginnings, um, you know, chasing after Suge and, you know, being up under Suge, you know, spending a lot of time with Suge and Suge taking care of them in different ways. And, you know, they really, a lot of people, you know, really mess with Suge heavy. But then after everything kind of went left, you know, they distanced themselves. They went on with their careers. But you never hear it. And if I told you some of the names, you'd be like, what? Right. And it's crazy because it was such a big part of developing them as artists and as stars. Yeah. And like you said, some of it's just yeah right and uh you know it, from some of the women that are stars now you know they were chasing after them you'd be like her really mm -hmm. chasing after Suge Knight no names and, not just one nah, <laughs> yeah, don't get me in there <laughs> I gotta see these people right <laughs> like really that's like, alright you gonna tell my business you know but uh yeah. so you know you know and that's the business that's the nature of this business mm -hmm. man it's, Stuff go left, people try to start distancing themselves from anything that could harm their image or reputation. Hot 24-7. It's on. I'm going to be there an hour top spot, right? One hour. Then I'm coming right back to you. Yo, Pac, what up? So, I have to know if you had the opportunity to sit down with Pac for five minutes, mm -hmm. what would you ask him? What would you talk about? Man, that's a hard one. Mm -hmm. you know, if, that, you know, if that ever happened, we'd probably talk all week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, think, I think the main thing I would ask him, I think the main thing what I would, I would say is uh, I'd ask him, Pac, what would you have done different? Mm -hmm. You know? Knowing what you know now, you know, what would you have done different? What choices would you have made? Would you still went the same way or would you go a different way? You know, I think that answer would be the most interesting. Yeah. Just because we didn't get to see, you know, what his evolution was coming to. You know, so he kind of got an idea, but, you know, we just didn't get to see it. You know, so it's like, you know, and he was so smart, you know, and talented and uh, wise. You know, so some of the things that he got into, some of the paths he went down, it was kind of like, you know, why? You know, why? I know we know you knew better, you know, or we know you knew some things around you weren't right. 
you know. So, you know, what was it that made you say, hell with it. We're going down this path anyway. Yeah. You know, and uh, so, yeah, I definitely asked you, you know, what, would, what would you do different? Mm. That's a good question. Yeah. Anything else you have upcoming that you want to plug that we should be looking out for? Uh, I'm working with my uh, producer partner, Jason Beecham. Shout out to Jason. Uh, and Podium Films. Um, so we're working on some some uh, a show called Protege um, about UFC fighters and their proteges. Mm-hmm. Um, a show called The UC that I created. Uh, and that's producing wise. I, I'd also star in that show, so I'd be producing the stars. So we're trying to work with Netflix to get that on. Nice. Um, writing, you know, trying to sell some scripts. I've sold one already before and it got made into a movie, yes, so trying yes. to replicate. Mr. Right, right? Yeah, Mr. Right. Yeah, so trying to replicate that success and grow it. Um, and then, you know, more acting. I've kind of been holding up on the acting gigs and not really accepting anything until A, I get back down to my size that I want to be, and B, um, just when the movie comes out, you know, people trying to get in, you know, on the cheap side, Let's get them now. Yeah. You know, and so, uh-uh. Nah. Gonna make you wait. <laughs> It'll make you wait. So, you know, the good thing is, you know, a lot of the major studios are, you know, they're, they're snooping around and they're asking yeah. questions and checking the schedule. So, I'm like, okay, that's a good sign. That is a good sign. You know, so we'll see. We'll get into something crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> well, congratulations on everything. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me and, all of our fans out there and your fans are super excited to see this film. I know I am. Big yeah, Pac fan. I love the fans. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to it. And thank you again. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for having yeah. me. WideEntertainmentTV.com, aka WWE TV. Just, I didn't do nothing. I'm, I'm charged with being in concert with some guys. But where they at? Why me? Because I'm too put? No, I'm not angry at them. I'm angry at the system. I don't want nobody else to go to jail. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to go to jail for something. Why am I the only one in court right now? Why is the cameras all on me? And in the report and all these charges, I didn't do nothing. I'm, I'm charged with being in concert with some guys. But where they at? Why me? Because I'm too pot. No, I'm not angry at them. I'm angry at the system. I don't want nobody else to go to jail. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to go to jail for something I didn't do. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want to be the scapegoat. Yeah, 12 days to be exact. I 12 got the- days. <laughs> I got the call that it was official two days before my birthday. I got the call November 18th. What a birthday present. Right. What I know. That's present. awesome. That is million, awesome. $40 million behind this young man right here, man. Yeah, man. Is that I know. Pressure? Don't you is wish you could have got all that 40 mil? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Be like, cut me that no, damn forty I, I, million check, goddamn it! I'm just kidding. See, no, like, I'm, but I'm not just, really. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get myself to where I can get forty mil. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to use this as a platform to get forty mil in a couple years. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is this is a this is a nice launching pad. Like hundreds of people there, just all this camera. They like it just happened so fast. You know what I'm saying? It's like I walk. I never forget it. We walk in the prison scene. You know what I'm saying? I walk in, walk down that that hall and make a right. I'm looking, I'm like, oh my God, this is real. This shit is real. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is happening right now. Like, I, got, I got the wardrobe on. You know said I got the prison shit. You know, I got the messed up cut, all that. Oh, yeah. I'm like, wow, like, this is this is happening. You know what I'm saying? Everybody looking at me, smiling, and it's just people working and moving and walkie talkies is going off. I'm like, man, this is wild. Like, I can't believe this. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then up until the point when I sat in that chair, and Hill Harper come and sit down. And I'm like, bruh. 
That's you serious right now? Right. <laughs> and it's, it's like a camera here, it's a camera there, it's a camera. It's like all these lights. I'm like, I'm like man, I, you know, this is a, it's a true. And you know what's great about that? What you just said because. I, you know, I seen the movie a couple of times already mm-hmm. during the editing process, and I'm gonna tell you right now, brother. When you look at that scene you talking about, you mm-hmm. cannot tell that that's your first time, mm-hmm. you know, being on set. Right, right. Major motion picture. Right. Cameras, lights, like you said, everything is all eyes is on you, literally. Mm-hmm. It's taking it, taking the good, taking the bad. It's, I mean, mostly good for me. No doubt. Yeah. And another amazing thing. That a lot of people uh, don't know, and they will know soon. And but they gonna head head first at the dinner club. Is your pops actually produced right. one of Pac's records? Yeah, my pops produced "Toss It Up." That's Toss it. it up, yeah, featuring Casey and JoJo and Danny Boy and Aaron Hall. Yeah, one of Pac's last records. Yeah, that was the last single he video that he dropped, right? That, um, with him in that it. Bef- that and then to live and die. To live and die in LA came out. Okay, okay. right after that. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that was that's amazing, I mean, right? There. What yeah. are the chances? Right, that's what's so crazy. And the cold thing about it is, like, I never even told my pops that I was auditioning for it. So the whole story to this is, my boy Herm, he was the one that convinced me to do it. They had this big old shout out to Herm. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the homie. I give him love every time I see him because yeah. literally, if it, if it wasn't him pushing you. We yeah. might not be here right now. Right, for real. You know what I'm saying? So, like, man, it was it was the big calling. You know what I'm saying? They had this national thing, website and all that. Submit your uh, Tupac audition with a picture and a video up to their website, along with submitting to your your Facebook and your YouTube. So, man, I, I waited till like the last day. Cause, and he was, I, to, I told him, first of all, I wasn't going to do it. Then I was like, I will do it. And then I was procrastinating the whole time. And I waited till like the last day. And I'm like, all right, come on, let's do it. Man, you beat out a lot of dudes, man, to get this role, man. I'm gonna tell you right now, I had cats all in my DM, yeah, man. man, auditioning for me. <laughs> you know, like recording themselves. You know what I'm saying? It, putting a bandana on, yeah. putting the mock tattoos on. Right, right. And a lot of people, man, and just like known actors went out. I, I, right. I was fortunate to see a little bit of some, some glimpse of something, but like. A lot right, of went out. Of it's the a, way, it's like, a couple really big names that yeah. I'm not gonna put on yeah, the air yeah, right yeah, now yeah. that went out for this role and didn't get it. Yeah, man. So I mean, that's a blessing, man. And it's like you know, like blessings like on blessings. Yeah, like you told me, man. It was it's, it's God's destiny for me. And nothing. Oh, absolutely. Nothing, you was handpicked from this role before you even decided to do it. That's right, the irony right. of it. You was yeah. playing with it like I may, I may not. Right. But it was already yeah. in the cards for you. Yeah, definitely. Especially how everything came out, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, just full circle. Angela, you know what I'm saying, I ended up going, I was going to Angela Gibbs school as a kid, not even knowing, not wanting to be an actor, going with Herm. And then all these years later, Herm would be the one who convinced me to, you know what I'm saying, go for this role. And then, oh, not not only that, I ended up with Angela Gibbs as my coach. You know what I'm saying? Amazing. Like, you know what I mean? And then my father Amazing. being the one who produced right. for Tupac. Right. And like I was going to say, I... Uh, when I submitted the video on Facebook, I wasn't even telling my yeah, I got red, yeah, yeah. okay. Thank I you very much. I didn't even tell my pops that I was auditioning. I just submitted it on Facebook, and he forwarded it the, to LT, and that's how that happened. Man, when LT first showed me the picture with you, the peripheral, she with the bandana right, on. Right. I think this was when I first moved back to LA, so this got to be 2013. You know, um, so we just moved here. Absolutely. When I seen the picture, I said. Keep it real I said LT If he can act That's the one right there I said if he can act 
That's the one right there. Yeah, because you can my, look like somebody, but yeah. it doesn't mean that you can act. You and that was always my main thing. Up. Can he act and capture some of the essence? Right. You know what I mean? And bring right. that forth on screen. Did you get any visits from Tupac? Not visits, but do you feel like playing his playing his <laughs> playing him in a movie? Did you feel like you related to him in some areas and were there anything that you took from that from that experience as far as connecting, you know, connection with him? Definitely. Not like visits, but like almost connected to the point where I damn near feel like we was like I don't want to sound crazy, like brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I understood his life in a full you know what I'm saying, like realm now. You know what I'm saying? Like before it was just like, okay, that's Tupac and you you heard the stories and you might have seen some of the interviews, but the deeper I dove into it, the more I read, the more I spent like nights where I went to sleep literally to his interviews. Like every single night I would go to sleep to the Christmas interview, you know what I'm saying, of his on MTV. And by the time I got to, you know what I'm saying, to set and filming, it was to the point where it's like, yo, I felt like I had damn near went through some of the stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, it caused kind of a small fl- friction in, of, of a sort with the directors and the, you know what I'm saying, the producers. And your acting coach. Yeah. And my acting coach. Because I'm like, nah. You probably became Tupac. It was, it was, it was some of your mannerism probably was pocking, but like, you know what? He on his pop shit today. I'm like, y'all wrong about this. Like, I wouldn't be cool with this. I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking like, I mean, in character. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, that's what I, that's what I loved about about you when I first got to the set finally and I first got a chance to meet you and see how really passionate you was about this shit this wasn't just another gig and I was happy that you were a newbie so to speak you was a you are a new actor because I felt like a seasoned actor or actor that has had experience this might have just been another job for right 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 you know what I mean I, I mean you can ask Angela when I told her this I'm like man this this ain't this is not that at all not even in the slightest you know what I'm saying you you do this this has to be great and I didn't approach it as with with, with nothing else you know what I'm saying like going into this job it gotta be great and it gotta be respected and it gotta be portrayed to the utmost you know what I'm saying you can't I can't half ass this at all there's no way in the world if there's one person on ever that's gonna do you know what I'm saying a, a movie about it gotta be done right about Pac period Without a doubt, thousand percent. You know I got those something on there. Come on, Angela. I, I, I have my I have my show already. But it's just, <laughs> I'm here, so I don't know. She gonna come in. And she got she got an open door policy up here, so you might hear her again. And it ain't on, and it ain't always gonna have to do with the all eyes on me or or, or acting. She might just stop through. That's she right. Got something to motherfucking say. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's look, how I just right. gotta say, on Demetrius' behalf, man, I never said this to you, but there was a time. When I went up to your spot and we were working, and I promise you, I didn't say nothing to him because I didn't want to ruin it. I didn't want to mess with it, but I, I had a chill that went through me. The way you were dressed, the way you were sitting, the way you were looking, you know, the eye contact. I felt like Demetrius had left the building, and Pac, I felt like I was sitting there with Pac across from Pac. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I, I saw it, felt it. And then there was another time, I won't go too deep because we have our private, confidential stuff, but I want to just say this. There was a time I saw tears in his eyes because he was feeling his pain so much mm-hmm. yeah, as true. the actor. And he said, I just want to honor this man. So I'm going to cry thinking about it. So that's all I got to say, peace. And I, I, and that's, I know that's, I know real, that's right. That's, but that's, that's real. real. That is, that's real like, talk, time. Angela. Nah, but like, I really, I, I, I know exactly what she's talking about. Like, that was real, you know what I'm saying? And, and it was because, like, and that's, I was defending him 
that's it, it almost made me feel like not I don't want to say I, it was me, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, y'all can't y'all y'all can't do him like this, you know what I'm saying? And that's what was so important to me is like almost to to bring light to the truth of who he was and how he got to be who he was. Cause everybody just got this perception of Pac like he was wild, crazy, and you know what I'm saying, you know. Right, you know what I'm saying, the, the, and, the and, he, and, and he was, and he was. that side because right. he, he is a Gemini. But, yeah. but the, the, the the other twist Crazy. of the story is that the other side to the story is that is that what what did it take to get him there? What right. happened? What were the courses exactly. of life that he had to go exactly. through to get there? And my homeboy told me a quote, and I never forget it, and, and, and it goes perfect with this: People will always judge you by your choices, but they will never know what options you had to choose from. I know that's so right, real. brother. So Don't real. drop that science at the dinner club now, Meet. You gonna have you gonna have these people try to check you out now. We got some wisdom. This too small. Cause that's what we about up here, man. You all what you eating up here? You eating that good food, man? And you eating that just, good he knowledge? Just, he just dropped something real heavy right there, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't judge a man until you know what he's dealing with, and yeah. and, and and that's one thing we talked about too on set. You know, you you was emphatic about making sure it was understood. What made him tick, so to speak? Right. And I think right. this movie does that somewhat. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It doesn't give you one hundred percent because we'll never know all his thoughts. Right. But it does give you an insight on what made Pop Pop, so right. you don't get caught up in the fact that you yeah. know he had days when you look at him and you be like, "Yo, that nigga got to be crazy." Right. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's what they used to say. You know, one of one of Vibe magazines. Highest selling auto, um, covers was him in a straight jacket. Right. You know, and 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 the 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 the, uh, the title was "Is He Crazy?" Right. You know, because everybody during that time just thought he was just wild and reckless. And right. And that's but a lot of people don't know. And like I, I bring this up to a lot of people, especially like people that's like oh, you know, avid, you know, what I'm saying crazy Tupac fans. It's like, okay, well, do you know who he was and how he was at 18? Go watch Park at 18. You know what I'm saying? Go watch that innocent kid and how he was talking and what he was. Be a good movie.